As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Despite what their moms told them, they just aren't talented enough for radio. Unfortunately, anyone can have a show these days. Sean. Well, I'm pretty hard to figure out sometimes. I can't figure myself out sometimes, so don't you try to. Joe. You're an idiot and really a disloyal person. This is the Cuse Militia. Those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. It's the most bullshit thing I've seen in 30 years. Welcome, orange men and ladies. Happy Sunday. This is the Cuse Militia with Sean and Joe at Cuse Militia on the socials. Go there. Join the militia. Thanks for tuning in hanging out with us. We appreciate all of you. A rough weekend, to say the least, for Syracuse fans. A 41-17 loss in Syracuse football. Last road game of the season. And Colgate puts up 100 on Syracuse in the Dome. They improved to 1-54 against Syracuse since 1962. So, congratulations. Uh, <sighs> Joe, I, I, so I went fishing. I had to DVR. I had to DVR the football game. And there was no DVR in the basketball game because that was ESPN, ESPN Plus only as far as I could see. And so, I was 50 miles offshore fishing in a 30-foot sea hunt. And I've been out there before like that in a boat around that size. But, um, it, I mean, this was borderline, should have been canceled, this fishing trip. So um, I was sick from about 10.30 in the morning to about 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Basically um, doing what I could to fish. I was trying to push through, but I was sick. I ended up yakking mm. off the side of this damn boat. Uh, there was eight of us on the boat. Four of us yakked. It was, the seas were really bad. And, um, that was still better than watching these games when I got mm. home. Uh, you know, you come home after a day like that, looking forward to chill and, and get warm and, and, and maybe try to stomach a couple beers and watch some football and basketball. And, uh, no, not so much. <laughs> So yeah, yeah anyway. it was tough. I was in my living room and I had the two TV set up going on, you know, and I was pumped about it, you know, but, um, yeah, yeah, didn't, didn't work out so well. It was a bad weekend for Syracuse fans. And also, uh, I mean, look, if you're a Bills fan, you're probably a, a Syracuse fan, right? Also mm. a bad day. I know a lot of Dallas Cowboy fans that are Syracuse fans. Also, not a great day. Uh, the Raiders, they suck. You know, like, can I just say something about the NFL real quick? Can, can the Raiders, can Mark Davis, this this moron, can he sell this team so they can rebrand this thing and start it over again without it being called the Raiders and we can be done with this and I don't have to watch the NFL anymore? Seriously. So over uh, the losing and the, uh, the, the ineptness of what was the Oakland slash LA slash Las Vegas Raiders. Anyway, they suck. 
unfortunately. <laughs> I hope Derek Carr goes somewhere and finds himself a good home and, and, and can be successful because they have no clue what they're doing over there in Las Vegas. Anyway, we are going to get into the coach montage for Syracuse football, and then uh, we will do some fan feedback for that, and then we will do, uh, we'll talk a little bit about the Colgate game and get into some fan feedback for that. But as always, first, let's hear what Coach had to say after the game against NC State. Definitely one of the better teams we played this year. You know, they had a fantastic performance. We, uh, uh, we thought it could be a game, but we had uh, when you get that kickoff return and you get that interception for, for a touchdown in the first half, it makes it difficult. But boy, uh, what a, we're a really, really good football team, and uh, we wish them the best of luck uh, all the way down the Two weeks in a row, the lack of pass game really hurts. What goes into making the offense more versatile? Well, we got to hit some of those shots. If you guys go back and check the tape, there's guys open. As, as open as their guys were was as open as our guys were. But we got to make those throws. If you make those throws, it opens up all kinds of things and it makes it more uh, exciting and more dynamic game on that side of the ball. we got to hit our shots. You guys were, had some success with Garrett throwing the ball earlier in the year. What has sort of changed the last couple of years? We, there's so many more people lower in the box. There's not a lot of gimme throws. Things that are open are the deeper shots. We have to hit some of the deeper shots. And deeper shots, you can go 50%, but you can change the game to go 50%. But you need to go somewhere close to 50%, not less than that. Is the issue the throw, the time, uh, guys getting open? I think it's a, it's a lot of things. You look at you got younger wide receivers in a situation where we had, we had one of our walk-on wide receivers playing through it. As you're, as you're getting down the depth chart, you're getting down to the end of the year, there's a lot of things that are going on. And sometimes the guy slips, sometimes the offensive lineman inside, there's been a lot of stuff going on. When you see a big emotional leader like Josh Black go down on your team, you know what what emotions are going through your head knowing he's a super senior and everything he's done for the program? Well, first of all, I, he's going to be okay. Now, he may not be okay right away, but he's going to be okay. So that's the first thing because he's done so much for this program. You want him to have an opportunity to uh, do the things that he wants to do at the next level after graduation. But when he goes down, you know, he was, a, he was an emotional leader. He stayed on the sideline. He was a warrior. And you know, he kept talking to his position. We were trying to keep those guys up. So we really appreciate that. Gave up a bunch of big deep ball throws last week. It started off pretty well today, but how do you think you guys performed overall on the deep balls? You know, it's the style of defense we play, so guys, hold on because it's not going to change. And when I say that, I mean this year, the year after that, the year after that, we play man coverages. If you want to play man coverage, come to Syracuse University. You're going to get an opportunity to play it. Now you better be careful what you wish for because you're going to be out there all by yourself with TV cameras going and everything else. But if you do that at an extremely high level, you may get an opportunity to play at the next level. Obviously, the last three games, the Texas game has sort of not been there. What do you think is the biggest challenge for you? We'd just be on the same page. This was a tough one as well, I feel like, especially because there's no open the room. It's only a guys open. Misreads the run game, pass game. And uh, just we feel like I operated well for the most part. but. I mean, it's just tough. Get back in my front and get better. But um, I mean, there's some things where we're just on different pages. And, I mean, we like the kick, and we had a, it was kind of a bad look. And, uh, I mean, I should have just did it all the way or made it. It's what it is. We're going from it.
right. The Coach Montage is brought to us first by MyBookie. This year, Turkey Day at MyBookie gives you plenty of reasons to be thankful, starting with a $250 risk-free bet on Thursday afternoon when the Dallas Cowboys host the shitty Las Vegas Raiders. Bet the spread between the Raiders and the Cowboys at MyBookie. When you win, you win. And if you don't, MyBookie will refund you up to $250. Simply put, you can lose this bet, and that's what you call a no-risk-at-all gravy bet. Before you get your wager in, set yourself up for success by doubling your first deposit when you use the promo code SPORTSDRINK at MyBookie. That's promo code SPORTSDRINK to double your initial deposit all the way up to $1,000 so you won't need to break the wishbone to be the one to come out ahead. Uh, feast risk-free on Turkey Day with MyBookie and make sure you make sure to stick around for seconds as they gear up for what should be a fun Black Friday with tons of odd boosts that will have your belly and your pockets full. Bet anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. MyBookie.com. Go there. Use the promo code SPORTSDRINK. Okay. Did I? I had lived a little bit there. My bad. So, Joe, uh, sir, <laughs> um, what, what is going on here? So, anyways, all right, let's start at the top of this montage. Okay, two scores in forty-nine seconds, and offensive touchdown, a special teams touchdown, and then a pick six, uh, all within six minutes uh, to to go. Uh, what was it, twenty-eight? to seven at one point so within six minutes so um it's hard to come back from a special teams touchdown and a defensive touchdown uh all the while with a with an offense like nc state has right so um you know we kind of saw it coming i guess and you know you remain hopeful uh it it was a juggernaut for a uh, for a little while uh, defensively and it looked like it was going to be kind of a close game, but when it was broke open, it was kind of broke open, and that was pretty much that was pretty much it. Oh yeah, that's exactly. I mean, I started that game off like okay, like I was very hopeful. Uh, we went the first twenty four minutes, and it was zero zero until they finally you know kind of got one in there, and you know we, they they completed a long pass where you know obviously we were man to man, kind of you know what Dino was talking about, but. Uh, you know, their receivers are big and strong, and they made some good plays where some other receivers might have dropped some of that stuff. I don't think we were that far off. But, uh, you know, they go down and they score that first touchdown, and, you know, I'm like, all right. But even up to that point, I just didn't really understand a lot of the play calling. I didn't like the play calling just opening up, not giving the ball to Sean Tucker even from the beginning. I mean, he still only had he had 100 yards, but he only had 13 carries. So um, I don't know what they were trying to do in the beginning. Like, they were trying to establish a pass, but uh, – I don't know. I just feel like you have to force them to stop your run first and and then pass, even though they're going to be looking for it. Um, I mean, it's obvious that we have some issues with that, but, but to your point, you know, to get the ball back and then immediately throw that pick six, you're like, okay, you know, and then I was kind of, you know, it was highs and lows for the last six minutes, 15 seconds of the first half. Um, because we turn around after that and in four plays, you know, we score a touchdown with that long run, Sean Tucker. And I was thinking, you know, okay, it's 14 7. There's only three minutes to go. Let's get in halftime. You know, we get the ball at half. Everything's good, you know? And then we just kick it off, and then they return the kickoff for a touchdown. It's a 21 to 7. And you're like, oh. And even then, I was like, okay, look, let's just see if we can get some points on the board, you know? And we had a couple decent plays. Um, got up to like half 
like midfield or whatever, and then we had to punt it away, and then they hit a long pass again, and next thing you know, they scored the eight seconds to go to go up 28-7. So in a game where for 24, first 24 minutes it was a stalemate, uh, and it looked like it was going to be a lot lower scoring than we thought, five touchdowns were scored in the last six minutes and 15 seconds of the, of the first half, and um, after that I knew that it was going to obviously be an, an uphill climb. Yeah, to say the least. I mean, yeah. I don't know what to say. I mean, you t- we'll move to the next subject here. That we, by the way, the audio once again is just terrible. The post game press conference. I don't know what's up with that, but it was like the mic wasn't on and it was just picked up by like a like a camera itself or something. Um, Garrett Schrader is. Um, I've, I haven't made excuses. I've just called it like I see it. So I'm going to call this like I see it. Okay. I expect him to be better at this point in the season than what he is. And the wide open receivers that he's totally missing. Um, one was about shoot. I mean, probably 10 yards short. Um, you know, I think uh, he's getting pressured. He's holding the ball too long. Uh, he's not making good throws. He's he's obviously been contained as far as his running goes, so he's got to be able to make those throws. Um, and you know, th- they're loading the box right, they're, so they're taking some of that easy stuff away, as you heard coach talk about. And because people got to figure it figured out, if you load the box, you keep mm-hmm. them, you keep them from running, and you can't do this screen pass stuff or these little dink and dunk things that used to work. And it's like he said, like coach said to his. To his point, it's it's a little bit of or a lot of everything. It's just been figured out. Yeah, and that's the thing. And you know, they haven't really tried to throw some of those screen passes the way that they did earlier in the season, which I'd like to see them do a little bit more. Um, but yeah, you're right. It, it, it's obviously we figured out that you know we have an insufficient passing game, and there's reasons for that. And it's more than just Garrett Schrader. Uh, he doesn't miss his. his every single pass you know we saw some misses we saw some you know receivers not you know you know cutting the routes off short not going for the ball not being able to get open i'm sure there's a little bit of play calling involved in that as well so um there's a lot that's going into this pass uh this passing game as to why it's not effective so obviously that's why they went with Strader earlier on and like you said uh, we got to the point where at the end of the season not only does there a bunch of tape for the team to try to figure it out. But, you know, we've also been playing the last couple of weeks, some of the better defenses <laughs> that we've played this year. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's, you're exactly right. I mean, they figured it out. And at this point in the season, uh, there's no one here to step up. As he pointed out, we had a, a walk on receiver, catch a pass, uh, Evan Fischler, um, this past game. So, um, there were some plays there. He left some. We obviously left some yards and some big plays on the on, on the field. But um, it's not something that you can just fix in the middle of the season. And then kind of we just we are where we are, and we're fighting and we're clawing. But again, with the uh, the type of teams that we're playing and everything, um, it's just it's just not enough. And then like what you said, you give up a defense touchdown, special teams touchdown, and, and it's, it's just it's too much. Too much to, to come overcome. back from. It's too yep. much to come back from. And Devon Cooper was the one that I remembered now that uh, was wide open, and Garrett mm-hmm. Schrader just totally missed him. 
Like yeah. totally. I mean, if he up. led him, you're talking about that could have possibly been a touchdown. Oh yeah, and and who knows what would have happened from there? Do we win the game? You know, I doubt it. Right. Which brings me to my next point: If Josh Black stays in the game, do we do we win the game? Just like Michael Jones no. last week? No, of course not. Right. But with that said, you know he's on the sideline. He's he he is a leader, obvious leader. And he is on the sideline in a sling, basically being the sideline coach and and pep talking and 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 trying to get this team back into it. But not a good look going into Pitt at home next week, being that it's going to do you know it's senior day at the dome, and we've got Chris Elmore now, and looking like Josh Black might be iffy, and you know Veterello, uh, we've got uh, Bleich who 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 we haven't seen. Uh, in a couple weeks now. And so it's just looking like the season, unfortunately, is catching up with the Orange. And I hope that... Mm-hmm. I, I the hope, depth, the youth. Yeah, yeah. And I hope that um, I hope that for... I hope Josh Black can get back and, and get in there. And, you know, it doesn't look like Chris Elmore is going to be able to get back, right? So um, it's just... It's too bad. Hey, you know, yeah, at that point, you just... I know, I know. And it's just too bad just as a fan to just see it kind of come down to come down to this you know when 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 josh black hit the ground and was holding his arm i was kind of like trevor Pena moment almost right it just didn't look good yeah and and you're seeing the guys dropping and you know it's one of those things where when when i went back and i watched it even it was like kind of it was painful to watch because you watch that and you're like you know that kickoff return we we that shouldn't have been a kickoff return deuce chestnut doesn't hit the guy and just you know wraps up right Mm -hmm. um you know, there's a couple sacks where he had Devin Leary just dead to rights and just for some reason he got away. spun out of it or yeah. we couldn't do this. You know, I remember, I don't know if it was um, the first uh, drive where they scored um, for the first touchdown or the last touchdown um, in the first half. But I know both of those drives, there was like um, a long, very long, complete, completed pass. I remember there was one where Devin Leary barely got out of his hands. There was two guys right behind him. Like you, you swore that they were going to knock the ball out of the, out of his hands as he was like throwing it. And, like they just barely missed it by like a few inches. And it's like these little things where it, was, it just seemed like we were right there, make to make a play, and we just we just couldn't do it. And and um, it just looks like we're running out of gas, we're running out of players, and yeah, you know, it's, yeah, uh, it's like, like you said, hanging on by it out. So. It's hanging on by a string. It's like me on that boat yesterday. Golly day. <laughs> so, <laughs> dude, I'm telling you. Look, real quick story. Real quick story. I, I, I've I never gotten seasick. I've been out in similar situations. I've fished in the Atlantic Ocean plenty of times, out in small boats or whatever. This was really rolling, rolling seas. And we were way out. And uh, so anyways, I'm like, you got to do number twos at the head, right? But you can go out the back. You can go off the stern to pee, right? So I'm like, I I need number two, man. I got to feel better. So, man, I go in down in in the head. And it's the center council boat. It's this little head. And you go down there. And it's like this little tiny area. And all I'm just rocking back and forth. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I got to get out of here. And that's what did it. That's what did me in. That talk about hanging on by a a thread. That was me yesterday. So, anyways. Uh, look, getting burned. Syracuse is getting burned. I, I haven't heard much about this or, um, you know, there was a little bit in the montage, which is why we're bringing it up. But uh, five receivers for NC State with 20-plus uh, yard receptions. And there was a couple doozies, man. 
uh, a 58 yarder by Carter and uh, Thaler Thomas had a 49 yard reception. Yeah. And and those were the two. Those were the two really bad first half ones, right? If you remember, I think Carter was. Well, Devin Leary's got a strong arm. Dude, and, he does. Yeah. And like what Dino said in his montage about us playing man to man, like we're, he's gonna leave him out there on an island, you know. And there's one play, you know, deep play in the first half, you know, to um, who was it, Carter? Um, against uh, yes. Deuce Chestnut. Yeah. Chestnut was he was right there, but Carter was just too strong just, held on. You know, if Deuce Chestnut was two years stronger, he might have punched that out. You know, I mean Garrett Garrett Williams dropped an interception. Uh, there's a couple guys that you know they were right there for those plays. You know, and that's what I was talking about as far as being right there. Like this game could have been a lot worse considering the interception, the pick six, and the, the return for you know a touchdown. Um, um, as far as the kickoff goes. So uh, we hung in there. I mean, I was proud of their fight. It was just at this point, like we talked about, we know they know what our offense is going to do. Um, and I don't think that we stuck to our normal offense early enough because we tried to get cute and tried to, you know, pass the ball. It was almost seemed like we were trying to, you know, uh, I don't know, like just, I don't know, <laughs> maybe think that they weren't going to, think that we were going to come out and just pass the ball but if you don't have the, I think they tried the personnel to, yeah i think they tried to catch him off guard with some of that and you know trying to be a little cute but at this point it's not about being cute i'm just saying we got to just we got to line up and we got to see make them stop our strength first, right you know what i mean yeah you play to your strengths all the time there's no this isn't the time to be cute at nc state top 20 team <laughs> in the country it's just not gonna it's not gonna work so, so I just thought I thought there was a lot of wasted offensive plays, uh, offensive um, yeah, man, I got you know agree. drives, opportunities, and our defense held up um, more than long enough to to hope and wait for points. And then again, like I said, with the uh, the pick six, obviously, and um, you know trying to get cute well, and this well, sixth time that he threw the same slant. So at some point. But, um, you know, and like I said, that kickoff return, if, if we wrap up, there's no reason why that should have been. Well, out that's what that's what next is. That was Schrader at the end of the montage. You heard him taking responsibility. He needs to be better. He needs to make better throws. He needs to do this. He needs to do that. Well, yeah, obviously a terrible, terrible pick. And, you know, in hindsight, he's like, well, I should have just ate it, you know, or threw it away. Well, that's something he's got. He should have to he should be doing already, in my opinion. Uh, he yep. has he he. I've been a little critical with him about getting rid of the ball, holding it way too long. I mean, it's time to just be honest here, and that is that if he doesn't get better, sixty six yards, eight for twenty for sixty six yards and in an interception. It's not this. This no. is not this is not po- power five, division one stuff. And I mean, regardless of what you're dealing with, and, and Joe, I'm not bagging Schrader. I'm not putting this all on Schrader, but you got to blame someone at this point. It's a little bit of everything, right? Schrader should be a little better. These co, I mean, I, I, Sterling Gilbert. I don't know, dude. I'm starting to, I'm starting to fall on that other side of that of of that that line. For me, it's just in in as, as someone who expected to lose this game too. It's just hard to watch regardless of what I thought was going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
so when you're honest with yourself and you're like, look, you know, you said it. We, I, I never picked NC State to win this, or I never picked Syracuse to beat NC State from the beginning of the year, and I still don't. I just don't think, see it happening. And you know that, and you pick the score, and it's it's a blowout, and you expect a blowout. But when it happens, it's like, well, that sucked. <laughs> I mean, you still, you still in your heart of hearts want more, right? You want to be yeah. wrong. Yeah, yeah, you do want to be wrong. For a little while, I felt like I was wrong. Um, and I felt like there was going to be a chance, but we just weren't showing anything offensively. And again, too, this is a lot of little things that have culminated to the point where I think there's a lot of frustration there. You got to understand, too, Gary Schrader from Charlotte. So I'm sure he had some family and friends in the crowd, right? Um, they're trying to get bowl eligible. Obviously, NC State with a good rushing. I think they're number one rushing um, defense in the ACC. And uh, just that's frustration. That's desperation. That's, you know, our plays don't work. This team has figured it out. I don't know what to do. So he's holding on the ball, trying to do too much. Um, and that's kind of, you know, what happens near the end of the year. So, um, yeah, it's obviously got to get better, but. Uh, there's no doubt in my mind that he showed that he's, you know, our future starting quarterback going into this year and, or sorry, next year and into the future. And obviously he's going to have an off season to get better. He's going to have to get better in that aspect, but also um, we got to get better on that offensive coordinator side, whether, I mean, there's going to be people, there's already been people calling for Gilbert. Um, and if they, we, we yeah. put up another, you know, I mean, I don't even think no matter what happens in Pittsburgh or whatever, I still think that people are going to be against Gilbert. So, um, I don't know what's going to happen, but I do know that we definitely got to hit the transfer portal with some receivers this offseason, and we need to figure out what's going on with that because, um, yeah, Garrett Schrader does have his his you know throwing um, issues, but we need to surround him with playmakers and receivers that are going to be able to do something. Yeah. So with that said, let's get into some fan feedback real quick. Let's hear from from you guys. And uh, we'll start with Zach on Facebook. Remember the time our future was bright, our rightful place as Big East power was once again in motion after St. Doug abandoned us and Schaefer let us down. This this is it. But first, we must fend off UFC and the likes from stealing our precious leader. Let's jack up his contract so far that no matter the outcome of the next uh, consecutive years, we've moved on on from him worked out great it worked out great for us should work out wonderful for michigan state too sports are male soap opera and i'm having a hard time staying interested we cannot settle for this being our expectations and then he puts my real comment dino should be fired because he never developed an offensive line line was too stubborn to move on from one guy at quarterback um, and was too stubborn to move on from one guy at quarterback. Oh, and his buddy at offensive coordinator has no creativity. Our boy Zach on Facebook. Joe, uh, look, Zach, Zach, not really, a, I wouldn't say he's like a negative fan. This is, I mean, you can tell like where we're at as a fan base with some of this stuff offensively, right? And, um, when Dino comes to the mic after the game, I was a little disappointed in some of his his answers to things. Did you did you take that into consideration at all? Like his demeanor or anything? Like I don't know. It was almost like 
oh, well, we expected to lose this one, and, you know, this is a great team, and, you know, well, we got to do this better, and we got to do that better. I mean, I don't know. It wasn't very Dino-esque to me at all. Did it seem odd to you? Um, not, not necessarily, no. Okay. Well, what do you think about, what do you think about Gilbert and, um, the creativity on, on offense? You come out, you what, throw eight, eight passes to start the game. You don't have Tucker, uh, running the ball. Like we talked about trying to be cute and, and mean, you know, obviously NC State not fooled. I just think there's a lot of a lot of players and a lot of people that are put in difficult situations just upon the fact of just not having not having certain just playmakers, just not having the players there really. I mean, so, when so you look you're, at it, you're chalking it up to these. The, everybody's doing the best they can with what they got. Uh, yeah, that's kind of how I would go with it. Yeah, I mean, I think that, but but you got Sean I, Tucker, right? Which, again, I mean, I 100% agree that he's got to have more than 13 carries, but he can't be the only guy. And I'm more talking, like, receiver-wise. Um, you know, I just, I mean, I, I watched receivers out there that not only couldn't get open um, or, you know, get any separation from the pe- the players that, that were guarding them, but also they couldn't block. So, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You know, even when we want to put guys in motion or do little screen passes or little, you know, swing out passes that are, you know, easier plays for receivers and they're almost like run plays to receivers, right? Um, we can't even get blocks from the receivers. And again, it's just one of those things where I don't, there's only, there's very few things that work. So I just, you know, the playbook that Gilbert can play with and, and the options he has as far as players trying to get the ball, you know, it's not like, I mean, you'd love to have a situation where you have multiple playmakers, so you, you're trying to get you're trying to get these players the ball, you know. And I can I can only imagine Sterling Gilbert in the box trying to figure out plays and like who do I want to give the ball to other than Sean Tucker because nobody else screams, "Hey, I want the ball," or "Hey, I can make a big play." I well, that's it. that's just it. It's not like "Hey, I can make a big play." It's, dude, go do it, right? And, you know, some drop passes, but some bad passes. So we're either dropping them or they're bad. It's very frustrating. Right. But the way that that goes, too, is, is right, so you have Sean Tucker. I mean, every play has, even pass plays, right? Pass play, they have a hot. They have, like, the first. I mean, you have your reads, first, second, third, fourth, you know? So it's not like you call a pass play and it's like, oh, you know, I mean, literally it's supposed to. It's, it's progression. pass plays are supposed to. Yes, but it's supposed to be, you know. It's, it's designed for somebody. Yes, who's going to be right. open and who's this, this, and that. that. What's your first look, right? Right. So it's like imagine having to be an offensive coordinator that's not – That doesn't you know, have for, the playmaker for, at, at wide receiver to – wide receiver, right? To have so the – now you have to pick a pass play and you have to actually think about what formation, who's the the guy that's going to be in there that's going to – you know, who's who's healthy because I don't know if somebody's hurt right now. If they, Do I have to move somebody into slot? That's the first progression. Where is he going to get? Like, there's so many things. And when you have so many mismatches as far as the defenders versus our offense, it's got to be hard for him to even think about what play to call minus hand it off to Tucker or, or Schrader keep it. And you can't do that every play. Well, the, the, the design plays for Schrader, I think, are few and far between for the rest of the season. I mean, if he's getting loose, he's getting loose because – you know the 
he has room basically and, and he's looking and he's going through his progressions like you said and he can't find anything and he can go and yeah and, and he needs to maybe look i don't know i don't know so, because sometimes you're like why is he sitting in the pocket still holding the ball like you know, for six seconds, five, six seconds. I think mean, it's way too long. Because he just doesn't want to throw the ball. I know. Away, he doesn't want to. Nobody's open. I know. I get it. But you don't spot, stand in the pocket and get outside the pocket. Him, but then you got a linebacker that spies him that's you following gotta, him no matter where he goes. So okay. it's like, what are you doing? You, you get outside the pocket and you throw the ball away. You, you have to. You have to leave. You have to leave the pocket and throw the ball away. And this was a. This we used to pound on Tommy DeVito for this, right? About running out of bounds behind the line of scrimmage with the ball and all of these things, right? So it's just a. I just think he needs to be fine tuned, and I'm not. Uh, I'm not trying to make excuses for him, but I mean the passing is like it is really bad, Joe. I mean, 63 yards. That's really bad. Uh, Dave on Facebook. I think someone has to ask Dino if six season is enough to build a strong football program at a power five school. If the answer is yes, we need to go another direction because we're not there. If no, he doesn't believe and we need to go another direction. In either case, I think it's time. So there are going to be legit calls at this point. And look, I'm someone who predicted a five and seven season you don't you don't beat Pitt. You're at five and seven. Um, I don't think it's necessarily grounds to get rid of Babers. I think the transfer portal has been just an absolute shit show. As far as that goes, I think it is destroying schools like Syracuse, um, schools that struggle for really solid recruits anyway, and you know what did we pick out of the portal? We picked up Garrett Schrader, Chris Bleich. Uh, who else, Joe? Help me out. There's another one. It's another offensive lineman, wasn't there? I think. I think we got Devon Cooper. Yes. Okay. Devon Cooper, wide receiver, right? So, um, yeah. uh, but with that said, it's just there's too many moving parts. I, I don't, I don't like the direction of this. I hope this this ends. I know this is like the, still the COVID stuff catching up with us with this, but um, yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's just too much. It's it's you again. Sitting out a year keeps people keeps people from moving from so much. Really, really doing that stuff, right? Well, because it's like, I mean, think about it. Like, it's one of those things as easy as if you're not getting playing time, and just one other thing, like you're not getting playing time. Oh, and you know the the, the, the classes are pretty tough. Well, let me go transfer here, where it's this, this, and this. Right, I can or, skate, you know, skate through school or whatever. Or like a you know, nil the whole national you know yeah nil um, getting, getting money and stuff right yeah well I'm not getting money here oh my buddy that I talked to from school or from high school he's over here and he says he gets this this and this because I'm almost going to be willing to bet that there's going to be maybe lower talented as far as schools go in, in different conferences mid major conferences and stuff where you could maybe go and still get more money in in that type of um you know, economy or, you know, that, that college town. So those things are going to have effect too. And who knows, maybe it's a, Oh man, I knew it was cold, but I didn't think it was this cold. Like <laughs> there's all these different yeah. things, right? Where yeah. it's like, and if you have no playing time and then you have to deal with all this stuff and there's a, you know, grass is greener type of situation that's just kind of laid out for you. 
Yeah. Um, and you can do it without sitting out a year, then I don't see why you wouldn't do it. So, um, but yeah, I, I don't think that it's, it's, it's definitely a situation where it probably hurts us more than it helps us at this point. And I think that we've seen that, um, for the most part, um, minus obviously, you know, I think right now Garrett Schrader, but you know, he's still kind of a, you know, I think he's a breath of fresh air because I think he gave us a little bit of a, um, a little bit of hope and we got some wins and it was a little bit different, but I think he also gave us that Syracuse, that fans that look like Dungy since Dungy, you know? So I think he gave us that little bit of hope there for a couple games in the way that we were playing. And, um, I mean, the Virginia tech game, he played really well. I mean, that was his best game. He played as a really passer. well in some, in some, but that was his games. best game yeah. as a, as a, as a, as far as an all around quarterback, that was his best game. Right. Um, right. and he showed what he could about- do. So and and, right. and just you know I'm bagging on him a little bit this game because it's two two in a row it's t- it's two in a row and it's glaringly obvious right so um, well I am a big up on anybody next year that's the problem right and I'm a big I'm a big Garrett Trader fan like I think that this guy and I agree with what you said um, that you know 46 yards passing last week to um, 63 this week I mean. You know what? 109 yards passing in two games. It's it's really bad, dude. Uh, so right. Uh, so, but like I said, I mean, it's it's a situation where next year we're going to expect something different, right? We're going to expect a little bit of the next step up. Yeah. He's going to have to do something different because now defenses they know this game, and they know right. this little offense that we have. So we have to be able to add wrinkles and um, be able to pass and, and be multidimensional on offense so that we can score uh, no matter what. Because if we can start doing that, then, I mean, you're talking about real dangerous. Because think about the ride that they took us on. I mean, we didn't think we were going to beat Liberty in the beginning of the season. We made that change, snuck up on them, defense made a couple plays, boom. Then we lose three games in a row, but all by nine points. But all by three points. And you're talking about a Wake Forest, Clemson, and Florida State, right? Then we win two in a row. So... You know, we have that whole ride, you know, and, and now you get to the end of the season and, you know, our depth and injuries and all that stuff and all the teams are kind of figuring out what we can do. And now here we are. So, you know, it was it was a good ride. It was it was a nice little change, breath of fresh air, Dungy-esque a little in the middle of the season. Could have been a little bit better with some wins, but, um, you know, here we are with one more game. I know we're going to go out there. We're going to give them, give it our best and, um you know, if if we can't because you know Pittsburgh's a high flying offense and they figured out our 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 offense just like almost every other defense at this point, then you know I mean it's 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 a good ending and you know just hope that we can make that next step over the, over the off season. But there is that opportunity as well as always to uh, get in a bowl game at five and seven too. Which again, I don't see some a path people... to that. But what's that? I I don't see how we get that. But I mean, well. I mean, it's it's far out there, but there's still an opportunity. So, uh, but to your to your point, uh, just to go back to Schrader real quick and what you said earlier in the season is that you feel like Garrett Schrader gave us the best opportunity to win. I believe that too. So, I do believe mm-hmm. that. I don't think that we're sitting here uh, celebrating an NC State or or a, a Syracuse win over NC State in in football this week with someone else at the helm. I just don't see it. So. I mean, NC State's a program that is clicking on all cylinders right now, or firing on all cylinders right now, and, and it is what it is, and we kind of saw it coming. But uh, we will be right back after this. 
Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Hiring? With Indeed, your search is over. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whoa, sweet man cave. Thanks. Serious upgrade. How'd you pay for all this? I got a home equity line of credit from Figure. I was approved in five minutes and had funding in five days. Wow, that fast and easy? Yep. The application is 100% online, plus no out-of-pocket costs. Just fast access to the cash you need. How do I get started? Go to figure.com and get that serious upgrade. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. A new year is a new chance to focus on you. You're probably already picturing yourself struggling at the gym, but not all self-help has to mean suffering. Squeeze.com is making it easier than ever to elevate your wellness by delivering a juice cleanse right to your doorstep. It's the easiest juice cleanse you'll ever do that may aid in weight loss, eliminating bloating, clearing your skin, boosting your energy levels, improving sleep, and breaking bad eating habits. Meet all your health goals from the comfort of your home. Get free same-day local delivery or fast free delivery nationwide with code WONDERY today at Squeezed.com. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. 
Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates in Northbrook, Illinois. As we talked about earlier, my bookie is joining us for the week of Thanksgiving. So, this year, Turkey Day at MyBookie gives you plenty of reasons to be thankful, starting with a $250 risk-free bet on Thursday afternoon when the Dallas Cowboys host the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, bet the spread between the Raiders and Cowboys at MyBookie. You, when you win, you win. And if you don't, MyBookie will refund you up to $250. Simply put, you can't lose this bet, and that's why... I call no risk, all gravy. Before you get your wager in, set yourself up for success by doubling your first deposit when you use the promo code SPORTSDRINK at MyBookie. That's promo code SPORTSDRINK to double your initial deposit all the way up to $1,000 so you won't need to break the wishbone to be the one to come out ahead. Feast risk-free on Turkey Day with MyBookie and make sure to stick around for seconds as they gear up for what should be a fun Black Friday with tons of odds boosts that will have your belly and pockets full. Bet anything, anywhere, anytime with MyBookie. Also, Symbol is a stock market sports app that allows you to profit off your sports knowledge on Symbol. You can trade sports teams like stocks, and every time your team wins, you earn cash. Use your sports knowledge on Symbol to buy low, sell high, and earn cash payouts when your team wins. Join the 7,000-plus early adopters who have started to invest in their favorite teams. Visit www.simbull.com to create a free account when you deposit. Make sure to use the promo code SD to make your deposit risk-free. That's uh, www.simbull.com symbol.com and use the promo code SD and your deposit is risk-free. That means even if you lose money, symbol will refund your initial deposit. No question asked. Join symbol and start investing and profiting off your favorite teams today. One more. The Spotify green room app. Cause I need a drink. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Ah, yes. The Spotify green room app. Go to your iOS or Android stores now and download the app. All you need is a username, an email address, and a password. And um, you sign up. You follow us at Cuse Militia. Sign up for notifications. When we go live, you'll get notified. You can either hang out in the room with us or with other people. And you can even request to talk. You request to speak. Uh, if I approve it, which I most likely will, you'll have a red microphone on your icon. Tap that red microphone to unmute yourself and say your piece. And you don't have to just follow us. You can follow Tons of other uh, podcasts and um, plenty of other subjects, anything ranging from pop culture, music, sports, like we do, and everything in between. So go to your iOS or Android stores today and download the Spotify Green Room app. It's free for crying out loud. Go do it. Okay, Joe, let's continue here uh, with some more Facebook comments about the football game. Pretty bad for the second straight. This is James on Facebook. Pretty bad for the second straight week. Only hope is Pitt hangs on and wins, which they did. And the and the rest a lot of guys next week. So they're going to go into the conference championship, Joe. Uh, do they rest enough guys to make this a legitimate shot for Syracuse at six, at, to get to six wins? How, how, how do you see this? Because this is a legit this is a, a legit point, okay? I'm not playing. I mean, I'm going to the conference championship. I'm not playing Kenny Pickett. Why the hell would I do that, right? Maybe, maybe a quarter. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. What do you? How do you see this? 
Yeah, I don't. Thing is, is usually in football, especially uh, college, um, I don't really see a situation where a lot of times they do that. But uh, I do think that it's going to be a situation where uh, there's anybody that is anywhere close to, you know, banged up or, you know, not going to be not healthy or whatever. Then I I do believe that they're going to, you know, sit those guys. So you never really know. Um, You never know when teams do things like that. And uh, again, it's going to be interesting because do they even know? Is it definitely Wake Forest, too? Yes, I believe so. Pitt Wake Forest. Yeah. Is that still in the air? It could be it could uh, Clemson actually, get sneak in there. In the yeah, it might be. It might still be in the air. I think you're right. Yeah. No, Wake well, Clemson lost. Boston College. Yes. Yeah, that's right. So it's going to come down to that, right? But but either way, Pitt's in. And that's 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 where we're at. So. Yeah. I mean, it'll be interesting. I mean, I hope for our Bulls. Oh, no, Clemson didn't lose. They beat Wake Forest. They beat Wake Forest. Yeah. yeah. So Wake Forest has got one ACC loss, and then um, Clemson and uh, NC State both have two. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess it's something to keep an eye on. I got my fingers crossed. I, I mean, I know everybody out there has their fingers crossed and is hoping for, look, I'll take that. <laughs> I don't care. I'll take that. Oh, well, yeah. this team wasn't at full capacity. Oh, I, I don't care. I don't care. That gives us some more stuff to talk about here before we get into basketball season. And you know what? That's the point. That, right, exactly. And that's the point. So I'm going to keep hope alive coming into that game this Saturday. And the game's going to be at 730, which is going to be nice. And uh, there's a big effort to pack that dome. And that's going to be a, a, a huge for Syracuse to, you know, get some momentum. And, and, and because they're going to be missing some guys, too. Not, not willfully, obviously. Right. So uh, they're going to need all the help they can get. Uh, Tim on Facebook, I like Schrader as mobile QB, but not throwing-wise. I think he should switch to wide receiver instead of QB. And we need a good throwing arm on QB. Well, I mean, this the point has been That's made. why he transferred from Mississippi <laughs> State. Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, and the point has been made. So, right. He, 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 he's a quarterback. He wants to be a quarterback. He wants to, he's going to get better. I feel like he's going to be able to do it in the offseason. And, you know, we just got to, uh, I'm going to call it like I see it. And I see it as he doesn't have a lot of pieces to Joe's point that he's made numerous times. He just doesn't have a lot of pieces to play with. And, you know, I don't think all the blame goes to anybody. I think there's a little bit to go around. And on top of all of that, the transfer portal has really hurt teams like Syracuse. At Kyle Nabiwaniak, uh, need Bleich no more back for the pit game. Two, I've been wondering since Virginia Tech game, this is a great point, did Schrader suffer an injury on the last second touchdown that has screwed up his passing ever since? This this is an excellent point by Kyle on Twitter, and I think that there is probably some truth to that. When he said he got the wind knocked out of him, I don't hold my ribs. I've had the wind knocked out of me plenty of times. I don't hold my ribs. And you just got to wonder if there is something there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's kind of another thing is, is it didn't, it doesn't look like he runs as hard as far as like trying to, I don't know. It, it definitely, I, I do understand where that 
can come from. And, you know, that could be a full possibility that maybe he isn't 100%, which would uh, would explain a lot. But, again, um, that's not going to – he ain't going to use it as an excuse, neither is Dino. So No, absolutely not. And they're going to keep it – I mean, if he's got <laughs> – if he's got – Chris Blights was back, by the way. Oh, was he? Yeah. Okay. I saw him in there. Maybe okay. it was – I'm sorry. Uh, not the full game, but I was just letting you know. Okay, well, no, because I was looking for him, specifically looking for him, and I didn't see him. So, my bad. Um, all right, at QStaddy44, QStaddy is not having a very good day. At least it's basketball season. Oh, wait. Well, at least we have beer. Very good point, QStaddy. Yep. Disappointed, but we'll always support our orange. Big one in the <laughs> dome a week from now versus Pitt. Just hoping for some of that dome, some of that dome sweet dome magic to go bowling. Look, great point. And we need a little positivity, and Q-Steady brings it right there. Um, yeah, well, you never know who's going to play, too, like we said, because yeah. at the same time, this could be a situation, if Pittsburgh would have played their cards right, it could have been a position where they might have been undefeated or a chance to play for something bigger. But right now, they can't make the um, the college football playoff, and uh, really, they control their own destiny as far as maybe – Getting a New Year's Day bowl uh, by winning the uh, the B- or the ACC, so um, it really doesn't. Just them playing just to win another game, it's not going to raise their. I mean, the only you know what they're playing for, right? So the only thing that this win definitely helps is whether or not they if they lose the ACC championship game, then it helps for maybe a better bowl game um, by beating Syracuse having a better record. But if they lose to us, uh, but then go ahead and win the ACC championship, then they're in a New Year's Day bowl anyway. So, right. Uh, so you you never know with 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 uh, with Narduzzi though, and it is a, a rivalry I, I, game. Yeah, and I do and believe I, he does like beating us. Mm-hmm. So, well, I don't know if he's going to just throw a bone to Dino. He's not going to just throw a bone. I don't believe anybody does that, right? So uh, I, I thought it's a situation maybe where he has Kenny Pickett in for a quarter or maybe the first half and then sees what happens, right? Build the lead and kind of milk it. I don't know. So we'll, we'll just have to see. Unfortunately, you can't prep for that. It's going to be very difficult, and the cards won't be won't be shown until game day. So right. uh, let's see. Oh, man. Okay. Man, we got a couple more. Just a couple more. Uh, I'll go through these fast. At R by 2Z day. I don't know. I'm probably saying that wrong, Andrew. My bad. On Twitter. Schrader is a whole... Schrader has a whole off season to learn to throw. (laughs) There's a reason Leach moved him to wide receiver. So, I mean, look. Fair enough. Uh, I think he'll work on it. I think he'll get better. Um, like I said, 100 and whatever the hell it was, 106 yards the past, or 109 yards the past two games is unacceptable. At Orange Fan 524, as expected, congratulations to Tucker on his awesome achievement. Tucker passes Joe Morris for the uh, single season rushing record. So that is huge. And he's got another game to build on that. So um, that should be um, something that, you know. Something to be happy about. If anything good came out of that game, Tucker's set a record for Syracuse. I also heard and seen he said somewhere that he was talking about the 44 and he was thinking about, you know, just building his own legacy with the 34, which I think that's kind of where I was. Uh, I I think I mentioned that before on the show. Just, you know, take the 34 and have that be you, you know, make that you. So. We'll see what happens. Not that I wouldn't like him in the 44, but we'll see what happens there. But uh, congratulations to him just 
just um, obviously a, he's the workhorse of this team, and he also um, came out and came just came out of nowhere, man, to be a freaking shining star. It's amazing. Yeah. So you know, and and we're blessed to have him, and and hopefully, hopefully he'll stay for a little while. So Joe, let's switch gears here to um, the, uh. the the. the <laughs> Like I mentioned, Syracuse uh, dropped by Colgate 100 to 85, and Colgate improves to 1 and 54 uh, since 1962 against Syracuse. And uh, a couple things stand out to us all, and one of them is rebounding, right? Out rebounded by 10, but the big one was the offensive boards for Colgate. Just a little bit more effort. Uh, on on Colgate's part to to get these rebounds a little bit more energy and they, honestly they just looked like they wanted it more guys I mean if I'm being if I'm being serious if I'm being honest yeah and that's what it was really I mean that's what it looked like when I was watching it I mean I was going to ask you like even when we you could tell like off of timeouts or you know whatever Beheim would get us pumped up right or we'd go and we'd get a rebound and then Beheim I mean how many times did Beheim and and, uh, and Jesse Edwards try to get the same rebound and fighting for the same rebound and the ball goes out of bounds yes and you know they kept it so it's like yes little stuff like that where it's just I mean it was a ridiculous game especially the the, the way that it started obviously we talked about Colgate and having. You know, an older team, more experienced team, and stuff like that. But I mean, that's just that game was unexcusable. I mean, you just—I <laughs> mean, there was—I don't—I don't know what it was if they were looking ahead to the the Bahamas this week or what. Uh, and I hope they were because, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, at least I guess they would be prepared for it, right? <laughs> they were like, oh, look, they messed around and they lost to Colgate, right? Yeah. So no matter yeah. what, the, no matter what, how this. No matter how this gets twisted, unless you get all the way to the end of the, the season, March Madness, and Colgate won and went ahead and won the Patriot League, um, this is a bad which is loss. possible. And if you can't, it is very possible. But if I mean, let's think about it. If it, I, I, if they can't, I, be, if they can't well, beat Colgate, what are we about to do in this? Tournament? Hold on, though. Hold on, though. Time out. Time out. I understand where you're coming from, but for once, I'm a little bit more optimistic than you. I, I think Colgate is really good. They played really good ball, dude. Well, what was the score at one point? Seventeen to two. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be a massacre, you know. And they went zero for twelve from three, and they ended up. What did they end up from three? Four. Uh, excuse me, eighteen for forty three. That's insane, dude. Thirty two buckets, twenty six assists on thirty two buckets. Dude, yeah. I'm sorry. I mean, they, that's not that's not a fluke. Put- yeah, I just don't think it's a fluke. I think they're pretty good. I really do. Or they just knew how to play against the zone and move the zone, and they just knew that. Well, the zone was lazy. Able to very lazy. It was allowing, um, you know, the guards to penetrate. We were giving the ball to the guy at the at the free throw line, and just, I mean, he was making he was making us look so (laughs) Woodward. (laughs) Yeah, Woodward. Yeah. I mean, I just couldn't just couldn't believe any of it. You know what I mean? And obviously, (laughs) we knew Cummings was going to score. You know, he had six of thirteen from the three for eighteen points, but. I mean, Turd Ferguson, I mean, Jack Ferguson <laughs> hit 6 to 13 with his mullet, and he just, he like, what are we doing? What are we doing? Like, I watched that. That infuriated oh, me. That whole oh. game infuriated me. We let Colgate put up 100 A 100. A hundo. By the way, I went back. 
on orangehoops.org and looked at the history of the series between these two teams. They've put up 100 against us before and one and another win, by the way. Uh, over like I think it was like one I think it was like 116 or 106. Anyway, it's still inexcusable, okay? And it was very frustrating and that coupled with the football game that I knew they were probably going to lose anyway was just mind-boggling to me. Just a totally Mine effed. I mean, what the hell? And Joe Girard was so good, dude. He was so good. Uh, 20, what, 27 points, 5 for 8 from 3. He's it's shooting 81% from the uh, behind the arc this year, 13 for 16. But his defense was terrible. It was bad. And Jimmy well, Bayheim. I mean, just the whole rotations and everything. And, like, this is a situation where, again, I feel like I don't care how bad man is. Like, you have to you have to change something. I mean, they were giving the ball to the guy at the free throw line. Nobody was doing anything. He wasn't letting – if Jesse Edwards, they were basically daring him to, to shoot. And he didn't shoot, but he could always somehow – nobody was guarding him, but yet he could somehow pass out of it. And then he would start driving and somehow pass out of it. I don't understand. I, 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 uh, I just – I hope that Beheim, he gave him the business and, and they watched the tape and they figured it out. I mean, Cole Swider being in foul trouble probably didn't help. But no, he was he's been off too. I mean, he just didn't shoot great. Cole Swider and big well, on Cole Benny Swider. Benny Williams was minus twenty eight. So I mean, it's obvious that this team was. I mean, they're smart, experienced, and they we usually play them every single year. They know how to move the ball around in the zone, and we just have a, a group that's still trying to figure it all out. And um, you know, again, I don't want to sound like I don't want to be overreactionary. You know what I mean? Because. Uh, I know losses like this happen, you know, and we've seen a lot of losses like that already in, uh, against other ACC foes, but uh, that was just frustrating, especially going into this turn. I was just completely expecting to be 4-0 going in, playing Baylor, and seeing what happened. Um, and now it's like, I mean, that's that hurts, man. That's, that's a, one of those it's things hurt, it where... Hurts. I, I don't think it's a bad... Like, it's too early to call it a bad that's loss. That's a bad loss. Yeah, no, it's not. You don't think it's too early to call that a no. bad loss? If you lose to a team in the Patriot League, it's a bad loss. Okay, well, I mean, they were a tournament team last year, right? I mean, so I mean, I let's give I them mean, a little bit look, of credit here. I mean, it's not. I mean, it's not a it's not a bad loss. It's not okay. a bad loss. Only if they end up winning their their conference tournament. Okay, I just said it's too early to call it a bad loss. You said no, it's not. It's a bad loss. Right now, it's a bad loss. People are. No, right now it's nothing. Right now it's a shitty, awful loss. Yes, and we're Mm -hmm. in our and we're in our feelings about it, but we don't know yet. It's game three. It's game three. I know. I get it. And at least it's defense, and it's something that can be fixed. Absolutely, that's something that always sucks at the beginning of the year. Right, and we and we're scoring. We still scored eighty five right. points, right? Yeah, but we allowed a hundred. That's what sucks. Yeah. So, well. all right. Well, let's get let's let's stop hearing from Joe. Okay, let's hear from our boy Zach on Facebook. No chemistry. Colgate won because they are playing great as a team. It will come to them as it usually does. I have faith. Thank you, Zach. Jeez, I'm crow. Alex, <clears throat> on Facebook, once again, no thoughts, Sean and Joe. I think football season just ended, and basketball just needs to build some chemistry. <laughs> so go use basketball. Uh, <laughs> two peas in a pod, Alex and Zach. Uh, let's see. Facebook, Steven, ugly. 
Uh, but growing up in Hamilton, I thought it was very cool. Well, Stephen, shut up. Those are my thoughts on that comment. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, that's cool. it's cool. It's cool for it's cool for people who grow up in Hamilton. That's great. Which is it's just it that doesn't help, Stephen. Thank you. Uh, at damn twin, uh, zone needs work. Boards need work. Colgate is good. It's only game three. That's it. It's game three. Uh, and yeah, boards need work. I mean, wasn't it last, was it last year? I was keeping, I was giving everybody the update on, was it the year, the last year, or the year before I was given the update on where Syracuse was nationally on the boards. And the progression was really like bottom, bottom, bottom. And they actually worked themselves up towards the end of the year. I think it was the year before last, but I could be wrong. Um, but my point is, is that they, they progressed, Right. So the zone always needs work, especially when you're plugging all these pieces in. I was a little bit, I was a little bit optimistic, I think, because of Jimmy and, you know, bringing Buddy and Joe back and even Jesse. But I think I might have, one game doesn't, doesn't def- define the zone, I don't think, but I might have been mm. a little optimistic on, on my thoughts as far as the, the work that the zone might need um, to go through from the start of the season to the end of the season. Yeah. Well, it's obvious, especially in Cole Swider's situation where like he needs to stop trying to block shots, stop leaving your feet. Uh, both, both guys are tall. I mean, you look at, um, Edwards Bayheim Swider, just them standing up tall, straight up with their arms up. Um, that's going to make it hard enough for some of these guys to make shots in, um, on top of that, when you don't jump, you put yourself in good position to be able to block out. And right now, we're not blocking out. We're getting blocked out by guards because we're jumping for everything, trying to block everything. Uh, so I think we just need to calm down a little bit on the defensive end and stop worrying more about blocking shots and and stuff like that. And just you know make make it difficult for them, but don't get yourself out of position to where you can't get a rebound because <clears throat> you know yesterday um, that that was pathetic. And um, we got we got a board better than that, you know. Um, oh, absolutely. Know they had, they had the, some, the offensive two guys that were decent decent size, right? Mm-hmm. We're giving up nineteen offensive. I mean, it was just sloppy. You got to be stronger with your hands. And again, like I said, when you jump for everything, you take you know you allow somebody to get in position to maybe get in better position to to, to get a board, and and you also put yourself in position to to fo- to get in foul trouble. So those are things that I think if we just settle down a little bit. Um, then you know it, it can, that that itself will just you know kind of even some stuff out and take some points off the board. Probably would have made taken enough points off the board in this game to uh, you know. I think not probably. for anything to take away uh, the takeaway from this game. The boards are something that are that is a that is just something that Syracuse has struggled with past couple of years. But if anything, it's got to be the way that Colgate was just so unselfish with with their offensive play and i think to um improve on the zone i think obviously that was a huge issue and it was a complete meltdown and even like i said i mean joe buddy was not good i mean buddy quietly scored 19 points but he was i mean he he missed missed a bunch of threes and everything like that so again he was two um, for six from three sometimes you need a game like this to to wake the kids up to maybe you know, get him a little, you know, cup of water in the face, you know, smack him up a little bit, of, get him, get him going, you know, because obviously, um, you know, you think you're good and then Colgate moves the ball like that and puts a hundred spot on you. So if you're not, 
feeling some sort of way on that Syracuse team. You should, yeah. Some then, type of embarrassment, some yes. type of anything And that's like it, that. right. And then, and, and then on top of that, any anything that, you know, that the coaches weren't, get buy, weren't getting buy-in as far as on defense and anything like that because of, you know, players' attitudes and stuff, you know, um, now, now the coaches got their attention because uh, nobody wants to lose the Colgate. Uh, and now, guess what? It's a game they got to make up. They got to, yeah, they got to get that back. Uh, they got to go to and, to Atlantis and 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 just go lights out both ends of the ball. I mean, I mean, I don't know. What else we got to go to Atlantis and go two and one. And then we got to come out of that at least. Right. Yeah. Yeah. At Tony Staffieri. <laughs> Dude, I know. I'm feeling you. Uh, 100 points to Colgate team. Everyone will make excuses about being a tournament team last year. Oh, damn. I did that. Why don't we ask? <laughs> why don't we ask why this happens? If you don't think this is how the season will end in March, you are a better person than I. I, I guess I'm a better person than you, Tony. I don't think that this is how this team ends. I don't. And uh, it's not an excuse, I don't think to um, mention that they were a tournament team last year because my point, is, my point is is that I think they're better this year. And with that said, it's not an excuse, by the way. There's no way they should have lost this game. It was an absolute, like Joe said, the perfect word for this is embarrassment. I went to Wegmans yesterday evening, okay? I'm never without Q's gear. Normally hang my head high no matter what. I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to switch my hand around today. Yeah. <laughs> you, even, you know what I'm right. saying? You know, didn't even didn't even walk down the toothpaste dial. No, nope. <laughs> no, I didn't even go there. Yeah, I think nope. I'm gonna I think I'm gonna change the hat up because uh, you know I I bump into people. I I, I wear Syracuse gear everywhere, I, no matter what time of year it is, and I always see people at Wegmans, Syracuse fans or rival ACC fans, for for that matter. And uh, I didn't feel like dealing with it yesterday, so you know I switched the hat up. So it's embarrassing. Like Joe said, it's an embarrassment. And and the players should be embarrassed and, and not for anything. Hopefully they learn from it. At MF Brightside on Twitter, none of the offseason moves improve the roster. This team sorely lacks athleticism and ball and a ball handler who can handle pressure defense. Wait until Baylor presses on Thursday. Okay. Well, yes, that could be bad. Also, um, <laughs> Uh, I, I I disagree. I don't disagree with, with MF Brightside too much. But I think that the offseason moves did... I think we did improve our roster overall. I really do. I do. And and we'll see. I could be I could be wrong. Those are my thoughts. Yeah. It, it, what do you think, Joe? What do you think about those three points there? Um, did we improve the roster? Uh, and then and then give us your thoughts on Baylor if you if you have any. I don't necessarily. I don't have any thoughts on Baylor. I'm not exactly a. Baylor. I mean, it's tough because when you look at it, we had a Benny Williams coming in, and we grabbed, you know, two forwards and got rid of you know, and then get rid of him. Garrier he left. Uh, so, and then obviously Kadari. I mean, I definitely would have. Rather have Kadari than than Samir's horns right now, but well, obviously. Um, so again, I mean, I think that's still a toss up. Still, kind of can't. I can't. You know, I can't call that right now. Actually, you know? I don't. Uh, I mean, I would. I rather have the talent of Kadari. Yes, I mean, he did some good things. He did. And the problem is, it's two for three. Well, right, and that's the thing. And also, Kadari sometimes put this gently. 
is about Kadari. Right. Right. That doesn't work in my opinion. That doesn't work in the NCAA (laughs) as far as a, as far as a final season goal. If you're a me, me, me player, it's not, that doesn't bode well for, uh, you know, postseason stuff. No, is that no. fair? And, and yeah, yeah, it's fair. And even Beheim said too. Me came out of the press conference, and this is one of the things that I think. Sometimes coach says something to the pressers where you're like, "Come on, man!" Like he's just saying that, right? But then when it comes to it, actually, when you think about it and you look back, a lot of times he's right. And one of the things he said was that, you know, this this team, because of their experience, because of just who they are as a team and the way that they're set up um, is going to basically, you know, play like the best that any team. He said that basically the best that any team is going to play against this zone type thing. But I think it'll, it, he's alluding to a, a kind of exactly what you said, as far as the patience, as far as like you said, 32 shots made 26 assists, right? They had players that knew exactly where to go. They made the passes. They moved the ball around. They took the shots they needed to take. I mean, if you have that type of patience and you have that type of um, um, unselfishness, then you can you can do that against the zone, especially if you're making shots and shooting 42% when you puck up 43 threes. But a lot of teams aren't going to have that. 43 a lot of teams just, threes. 43. Yeah. yeah. A lot of these teams, lot. they aren't going to have – they're going to have one or two guys that are about them, right, or the main scores or this, this, or that. They're not going to pass the ball around not caring who's – you know. So um, I guess only time will tell when it comes to that. But, again, that was one point that I kind of took back and I was like, okay, well, I'm going to kind of pay attention to this because, um, you know, is it us or was it just Colgate was really, really patient and just knew how to kind of just – Get us running in circles on defense. A lot of teams don't have that patience, and uh, I guess we'll see. Come the Battle of the Atlantis, that's going to tell us a lot here. Yeah, it will. It'll tell us a lot, and I mean, we're going to go into it with uh, no expectations other than VCU, right? And and uh, we'll we'll see what happens and go from there with it. So. Uh, Jesse did request to speak. Jesse, you there? Hello. Hey, all right. You, so, so how you doing? First of all, you're back. I'm big, back. Big Syracuse basketball fan. Jesse is. And, uh, he's one of our, he's a, he's a regular on the, uh, on the Facebook fan feedback. So, uh, Jesse, uh, first of all, you heard us talk about Kadari. You were, you were a you were big on Kadari last year, right? And and not big on Joe, right? Fair to say, last year? It's not that I wasn't big on Joe. I think he was just playing the wrong position. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Well, what what do you think? What do you think? What did you think about Colgate? What do you think going forward? What do you think this game means? Um that was a bad loss. <laughs> um it's what I worry about is that um I guess that our defense and athleticism, kind of what um, was it? The last question that was asked, MF, whatever. Yeah, MF Brightside, yeah. Uh, see, yeah team sorely uh, lacks athleticism and a ball handler who can handle pressure defense. That would be Kadari, right? He hit the nail on the head. Um, 
if you think back to the tournament last year, um, my biggest concern going into this year was um, the West Virginia game. At the very end, we almost gave it away. And um, Joe tried to get the ball up the court twice, couldn't do it. Uh, we got it to Marek, he couldn't do it. And we put in Kadari, and he's the only person that could beat the press last year. That's a fair point. And uh, I kind of like Samir from what I've seen, but he's just not as He's athletic, but he's not as good as Kadari by any stretch. No, I, I and I would agree with that, Joe. Right? That's fair to say, right? I mean, yeah, that's, I that's not. That, a, I mean, I think it's not a slight com- on Samir, but or, no, they have comparable athleticism. It's just Samir Torrance is six three, one ninety five. Kadari had, you know, the wingspan of, you know, a forward. So he was a little bit better up there with you know steals and. Um, you know, obviously, uh, going to the hoop, I think he could just help them finish a little more. You can see Torrance goes to the hoop, but he's having a tough time finishing right now. So who knows? Maybe he has the athleticism to to break a press and get the ball up. But uh, as we watched yesterday, they just let him sit at the three point line and uh, turd Fer- I mean, Jack Ferguson, he was playing back <laughs> at the free throw line, and they were daring him to shoot threes. So. Um, that's one of those guys where, you know, it's going to, it's going to hurt us if, if he's, um, only one dimensional like that. Joe's not that funny on the show, but Joe's pretty, a pretty funny guy. Believe it or not. He's just so dry (laughs) and I love it. So anyway, uh, yeah, I, I do get your point, Jesse. I do. And I'm not, and, and I, I, I agree. I just do think that, you know, first of all, Kadari not exactly lighting it up this year and i don't know what you can attribute that to i haven't watched it but i did i do check his stats right we're three games in bro yeah i know exactly my point though i mean this goes this goes both ways so uh with that said of course i would love kadari on the roster of course i would but this is what we've got right so uh joe offensively has been fantastic to start the year and we can only hope that he, he gets better on defense. Threes. What's that? He did miss three threes. He should still be 100% joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, He's not shooting 100%. What's he really doing? Yeah, exactly. So, uh, you know, I mean, I, I, we do. I mean, and you're right. Matt, or MF Brightside on Twitter, he, he does make a great point. And it's definitely a role that someone needs to fill. And who, who is it? I don't know. You know, I mean, and where do we go? Where do we go from there? So, um, a bad loss. We'll see. I mean, you guys, you guys both think so. I'm two against one here. That's fine. Jesse, anyway, this turns into a good loss. It's not a good loss. No loss is good, but I mean, well, is it going to hurt us I mean. come tournament time? I don't think so. It That's could. just it could. It could, but we don't know, right? If I had, if this was a buy, sell, or hold, I would say sell. I think that this is a tournament team again. And, you know, I've, you know, someone's already pointed that out that we were going to, you know, someone was going to allude to that. But I think this is a tournament team this year again, but I think they're better. So I, so I would sell. I don't think that this yeah. is, this, the I just, problem, okay, whatever. The pro, I'm just, uh, look, uh, the problem is, is that everybody is going to say they lost to Colgate until Colgate wins that Patriot League championship. That's it. Okay, fine. I mean, that's fine. I, I'm, Until I'm, then, we lost at a toothpaste school. I, I, that's it. No, I know. I and, and here's the thing. All right, so so let's say they don't win the Patriot League, but they make the tournament, and they and then what? Let's say they they make the tournament. Just leave it there. Still a bad loss. 
Jesse, what do you think? I think so. Okay. Um, Fair enough. I think this team is like a glass cannon, kind of. They're going to score a lot of points, but... And I think we did get better at shooting, but we got worse at everything else, I kind of think. <laughs> um, which, I mean, we. I feel like we're still going to win some games that are really big this year, but we're going to lose some too, just because our defense is bad. You, you don't think they can clean it up, huh? Um, I mean, we're kind of veteran. Like, Jimmy should be good he's yeah, not i would agree gonna get like significantly better coles what a fourth year senior fifth year senior something like that with an extra year for covid so he's not known for his defense either so i don't see him getting a lot better benny i think is the big one that could improve and hopefully he does and i think that could help but still only having one good defensive player on the maybe add jesse on there so two-fifths of the the team at any given time is good isn't isn't good. Uh, I mean, okay, it's a legit concern. But, you know, we can shoot the hell out of the ball, so <laughs> we can do that. Yeah, and and, and and like I said earlier, I just think that I think that uh, as time goes on, we're, in, we're in game three. I think as time goes on, the defense gets better, and we'll just have to see. You know, we'll just have to see. There's some, there's some, you know, there's some teams down in the ACC this year is also some teams that have definitely improved this year. So it's going to be interesting yeah. to find out. And uh, with fans back and everything, we're still in, we haven't hit in a, uh, an away game yet, a road game yet. So um, they're going to the big one, man. What's that? Benny's the big one. We yeah, need him. We need him to be able to. Yeah, get, he needs to, get to be to get, right. Exactly. He needs he needs to improve and get more minutes, and and we'll hear the calls for that. You know, as if Swider struggles within in Atlantis, we'll hear the calls for that. Jesse, don't be a stranger, man. I appreciate it. Um, thanks for thanks for chiming in, man. Don't be a stranger. All right. Thanks for having all right. me. All right, bud. So, all right, bud. um, uh, let's see. Let's finish these up here at Cuse Daddy Forty Four, fellas. What the actual F? I mean, beyond frustrating, could not secure the rebound for our lives. Uh, way, mm. way too many second so chance points. I know, way too many second chance points. This really is a terrible loss. Wow. Uh, I try not to harp, but holy F, a frustrating day to be orange. Love this team, as always, no matter what. Look, it sucked, right? So, mm-hmm. um, you know, positive ACC down. Right, but non-conference schedule, especially getting you know coming back to normal non-conference schedule and the like, how many good teams we have, this tournament we're in, plus everything after, uh, this was not the year to lose a game like this. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. Okay, I stand by what I said, though. You're not going to change my mind right now. <laughs> at, I know. At Shoebox on Twitter, they gave up a hundred to Colgate. I said it before the season started, and I'll say it again. This could be the worst defensive team in history of Syracuse basketball. Well, I don't know about in the history of Syracuse basketball. But like Jesse, our buddy Jesse said, you know, it's it's it doesn't look great. And Jesse, <clears throat> in his, you know, to his point, he makes or to his defense rather, he makes some good points in that effect. So we'll see. I just find I just I don't know. I, I it's easy. It's it could be easy to be super negative after this game, and it was a terrible day for Syracuse sports just in general. But I got to imagine they improve. I mean, for whatever reason, too, dude. 
Coach always Whoa. gets this thing rolling right at the right right when you think it, you're just ready to throw up your hands and be like, "This is done." All of a sudden, something happens. You know, a couple of years ago, the defense was great and the offense was terrible. You know, I mean, so look, he's going to be able to teach it. It's a matter of who's going to uh, learn it and learn it right. And if and if coach has got to make the decision. Um, to move this roster around, he will. I mean, he's got more options. Let's let's not forget, he's got more options this year than he's had, right? So, I mean, this kind of. I think so. I think so. Definitely not kind I mean, of. We only got really three guards that we can play. So well, really that was the same thing there, last right? year. So. I mean, I understand, but you know, you throw Benny Williams in, and you can. Do, I mean, there's all sorts of things you can do. I mean, if Benny Williams improves, like uh, to Jesse's yeah, point, that could but be. But Simir, he's got a improve tremendously yes, yes he does um i totally I mean, agree especially the, exactly like i said the same way yesterday um you know ferguson sat back i mean i watched him torrance is in there they they dared him to shoot threes and he didn't shoot it and you know he fell back and he was playing defense and they were basically doubling joe so um there's little things like that that just can't happen benny is minus 28 he's got to figure it out um and honestly, too, there was just we shot forty something percent, and we and we shot a lot of bad shots. There's a lot of one on one, just bad shots. Um, once uh, Colgate took the lead, you started seeing them trying to, you know, especially near the end. You know, we were just rushing, we were pressing, trying to, you know. Uh, the press sucks. If we want to, if we want to talk about anything, can we talk about how bad the press was? The press was awful. Oh and my again, gosh, I think, it was terrible. I wasn't even talking about the press as much as like we were just pressing on off and like it was like oh okay you know you know you get the players they look up you know there's four or five minutes left you're down eleven and you need a bucket and they're forcing stuff and they're taking bad shots one on one not you know running the offense um, not being patient with stuff uh, you still you you got to be there's a lot of time and you got to be able to still run your offense and get good shots and I think there's a lot and some bad shots and a lot of one-on-one stuff as you can see in the assist numbers um and that's just really what it was is uh they they had a game plan they stuck to it they hit their shots eventually um after the the bad start um and uh we just were just forcing stuff forcing stuff and forcing stuff the whole damn time um and uh you know we just probably thought we were eventually going to get it and just eventually take over and uh colgate said nah nah you're not and What'd they say? <laughs> What'd they say? They said, nah, nah, we're not. You're not. Nah. <laughs> we're we're gonna keep making these shots. Ferguson's gonna keep making these shots. And Cum is still gonna What's his first name? And... What's his first name? Ferguson? That's uh, Turd. I mean okay. Jack. <laughs> Jack Turd Ferguson. <sighs> all right. All right. Well, uh, we 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 have gone much longer than I would have liked. But you know, these things happen. Sometimes it's necessary. Okay, we are going to get back. Get the anger out after that. I know. Anger, frustration. Yes, it was. was tough. Look, we'll be back here for Pitt and VCU as soon as we can. For Joe and Sean, we're out. Peace.